Go. <laughs> Hello, welcome to our first podcast today. We are here with Noel Carlton, Angelina De Santiago, Acacia Tagalog, Eva Rojas, and myself, Thomas Williams. Today we are here to talk about this wonderful book called Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. But first, let's be in the Christmas spirit. And what are you guys' favorite Christmas movies? I like Home Alone. Uh, I would have to say The Grinch. Okay, Angelina, serious question. The cartoon one or the live action one? The live action one, Thomas. Exactly. Only right answer. <laughs> okay, so what about you? Santa Buddies. Good one. Yvette? The Polar Express. Okay, never heard of it. Anyways. Uh. <laughs> well, good to hear, but obviously the best one, in my opinion, is Nightmare Before Christmas. You watch it between uh, Halloween or basically October, and then you watch it after January. Anyways, I think the Nightmare Before Christmas goes with Frankenstein because they're both semi-Halloween-like movies. Now, everyone gets a 30 seconds to do a short summary with the letters and book. And I want Noelle to go first. So, oh Noelle, God. whenever you want to go. You... Okay, go. Uh, a boy named Victor Frankenstein was fascinated by science and went to college to study for it. Then he decided to create and reanimate a being, but he became terrified of that thing and abandoned it. Then he hears the death about his brother, and he thinks that the monster killed it. And then... He meets the monster at a mountain, and then the monster tells his story, or something like that. I'm done. Okay. I'm gonna count you off. Ready? Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. We go. Okay. So basically, we start off. We meet Victor, and you know, we get his background. He's from Geneva, and you know, this girl Elizabeth, her family dies. She's adopted into his family. And, you know, he has this, like, really good friend. Like, they go to college, and he learns some stuff. And he, like, begins fascinated about the, like, bringing something back to life, the secret of life. He becomes obsessed and finally does it. Um, Then they go back to Victor's, and then he's, like, scared that the monster that he brought back will, like, be, like, torturing everyone. Just, like, because it's ugly, like, people are going to, like, hate it, like, run away and stuff. But the monster wasn't there when they got back. So, and then, like, Victor writes to Elizabeth, and then, like, he finds out from his dad that his younger brother got murdered, and they're all really, really sad and, like, taken back, and he has a theory that the monster killed it, and then then he becomes really suicidal, and then the monster tells his story, and then the, like, people become scared of the monster, but the monster's actually really helpful, and then, um, yeah. Good mind. That was so good. <laughs> 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 Alright, who wants to go next? Okay, I'll go. Okay. I'll go All after right. her. Ready? Set? Go. So the letters are about Victor traveling on a boat where he sends his sister letters about his voyage. And then the story is about how it starts with Victor's story and how a girl named Elizabeth was adopted into his family after her mother died. And continued, like, the relationship and how the mother really wanted them to get married. And after the mom dies, her last wish was for them to get married. But then he goes to college and he studies anatomy, which he finds, like, u- unique liking to. And notice, and then a notice that his brother's died appears and he goes back home. And everyone says, thinks it's the creature. And he has a talk with the creature and finds out that he has a lot more similarities than he thinks with the creature. Okay, let me tell me when to start. All right, ready? No. Set? 
Go. Okay, so basically it starts off and Robert is writing these letters in which he meets a stranger. And we later find out this is Victor. And Victor starts off telling this life story. He's from Geneva. This girl gets adopted into his family. He goes off to college. He becomes obsessed with, like, the secret of life and absolutely obsesses over bringing something to life. He does. He's scared of this monster he's created. So he leaves. He comes back. Monster's gone. He falls ill. Mm-hmm. And he gets a letter. Um, his youngest brother was murdered. So he goes down there to Geneva to go with his family. And he has suspicions that it's his monster that killed him. So he becomes very sad and goes on this, like, journey thing um, to find, like, I think he's kind of looking for peace. And he runs into the monster, and, the like, the monster can talk now. And the monster goes on telling him, like, his journey and, like, how he was, like, and he, people were scared of him. And then he was next to a cottage where he learned to talk from the people who lived there, but he didn't really introduce himself yet. Okay, I'm done. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <coughs> All right. My turn. Go ahead. Well, is someone going to count me off? Oh, That's uh, rude if yeah. no one does. <laughs> <laughs> Who's recording? Me. Okay, ready, set, go. Okay, so basically in the letters, Robert Walton is writing letters to his sister Margaret about this voyage he set upon and the preparations he has to set sail. And then he tells his sister that he feels lonely and has no friends like me, and he calls himself a romantic, then he successfully sails the ship. In the book, so pretty much starts with Victor's story. He's from Geneva, and this girl, Elizabeth, her family dies, and she's adopted into his family, and eventually he goes to the college and learns some stuff and becomes fascinated and wakes up and brings stuff back to life. And so he gets back to Victor's house, and he's scared that the monster will be there because he brought him to the life the night before, and he's scared because the monster is ugly. Mood. Mood. But the the (laughs) monster... But the monster wasn't there, and he got back. He's still going. Wait, is my time up? It's 30 seconds! Oh. Oh. And time. Okay, time to vote, everybody. Low key, Acacia kind of did good. Yeah. No, I think Acacia's was no! really good. Yes, I vote me too. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Acacia. Since you won, you get to answer a question. Who is your favorite character? Victor. Do you like Victor so much? Let's talk about Victor's character development skills. Anyways, I'll start. How about that? I. Sure. I talked about how Victor is very innocent during the book, and then overall, he's someone that no one wants to be. Basically, he commits into building a monster. He hides himself from the world. He's very, what's the word? Not, not, what's it called? Not social, antisocial, I guess. And he cuts himself out of the world. And when I say that, he also cuts himself from his family. And when he does this, he learns that his brother died from a his father's letter. That's very depressing. <laughs> All right, Missy, that what do you have to say about this? Okay, so I think yours is great. I agree. Um, that he definitely starts off very like obsessive, and he isolates himself from everybody because he's so obsessed with this one idea. Mm-hmm. But then he does it, and he's like, "It's great, right?" He's proud. He did it. But then the monster like scares him, you know. So. Mm-hmm. 
you know, once he finds out his brother's murdered and he thinks it's this monster, he, like, comes to this realization that maybe what he did isn't a good thing. Like, maybe the discovery shouldn't have happened because it's just, as of now, it's causing more harm than good. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like your statement. Thanks. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with it. Like, because, like, at first he was so determined to do something, like, amazing as that, as creating something, like, reanimating it, bringing it back to life. But when he loses, like, his sanity, he forgets, like, what those, like, what making that monster will, like, do to everyone else. Like, how it will affect everyone. Right. Yeah, like, kind of, like, piggybacking off of that. Like, Mm -hmm. saying, like... Oh, oh, piggybacking. I see you. (laughs) Oh, Thomas! Let her talk. Okay, okay, okay. So, kind of piggybacking off of that. Like, saying, like, you know, like, he's losing his sanity and stuff from, like, this monster. Like, he probably... He probably didn't expect the monster to go rogue. Like, he just wanted to, like, try and, like, figure out this, like, new way of life. Like, he was just so, like, innocent about it. Like, he didn't intend for it to hurt anyone, which also, which also probably caused him so much remorse and, like, just shame. Like, guilt. Guilt. Yeah. So he just, like, and he was, like, too afraid to, like, admit to anyone the horror, like, that he created. And he just, like, continues to, like, spiral out of control. I agree with that because I think because of like such a big thing that it caused the creature that it made him go more into like suicidal thoughts and thinking that his life was even worse than it was before i also said is that like piggybacking onto the suicidal thing that Mm -hmm. um i don't remember exactly but it said that he was since he was thinking of like being suicidal that um he remembered elizabeth and didn't want to lose his life because he didn't want like that to be like the reason for her to like be upset and like depressed because she lost someone and kind of that's like her only family left right he definitely thinking through his decisions after that which honestly good for him you know self-improvement but still let's just not have those thoughts okay but yeah it's kind of sad that the way you think about it because he's the one that did this to himself because he mm-hmm. was the one who like dedicated this whole time to build this monster and like in the end he he didn't like it because it was ugly which honestly frick this dude anyways <laughs> um it's kind of sad that how scary he made the monster which mm-hmm. made him realize oh i don't like this yeah this isn't what i should be doing you know and it's just not a good thing including the fact that it's a monster he made that brought back to life. Let alone, it's not just someone he found, like, on the streets or whatnot. He literally, like, made him himself. Do you think that the way he made the creature the monster was how he saw himself? That's why he made it so horrible, horribly looking? Low-key? Okay, to be honest, I believe he made the monster... Not by what he looks like himself or, like, what, how he thinks of him, mm-hmm. but how his personality is. He thinks his personality is the monster's appearance. But with the monster's appearance, his, I guess, like, the way he talks, the way he acts is more mature. And which I think is what people see Victor as him. So it's, like, what people see in the mirror. 
but not not what people see inside themselves, if that makes sense. Yeah, but didn't Victor feel like that after he made the monster? Like, before he was just, like, you know, like, he just wanted well, to make all... that. No. That, like, he just wanted to make this, like, thing and, like, see if it would, like, work. Yeah, but it definitely could have been, like, a subconscious thing that was happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you just build a person? True. Very true. Very true. I agree. So, back when, earlier when I said how it must suck for when Victor realized that his own little brother died and, like, the only way he found out was from his letter that he received from his father. Uh-huh. How do you think Fergus Man re- responded to the knowledge that his brother is dead and it was likely the fault of the creature? Would anyone like to go? I'll go. Um <laughs> Obviously, the whole family is grieving the loss of William, but, like, I think Frankenstein is also, or Victor is finding himself feeling guilty, because he created the monster, so, and then the monster killed his brother, so he, he kind of killed his own brother from that. Right. Yeah, and I think that made him extra guilty, like, like, he had this, like, burden on him now, that what he created led to the loss of a loved one, and I think that probably made him feel the most sad in a way because he thought that like you know oh this monster I created like wasn't it wasn't meant to do that so yeah Yeah. and then not just that but they did blame that other lady for William oh yeah Justine yeah and she ended up getting like prosecuted anyway even though like Victor knew she was innocent but like in my eyes I see Victor himself the murderer because uh-huh. he's the one who made the monster, and without him, I guess, training the monster himself, it didn't but, help benefit how this murder, I guess, was acted. Because, like, in the book, it talks about stretched on the grass, livid and motionless. The print uh-huh. of the murder's fingers was on his neck. I'm, I'm assuming from that quote itself is that the monster was misunderstood and he got frustrated, which right. led him to strangling the little dude, William. And in my eyes, I can see that being Victor's own assumption of him killing his little brother, just not from his mindset, but from what he invented. If right, like, maybe if he hadn't run away and he'd stayed with this monster, would have, like... Like, maybe William would have died or something. Exactly. Like, if he stayed and, like, didn't believe he was ugly, would William still be alive? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Rather than just going to bed and letting him escape. Exactly. I agree. And because of, like, how we are talking about earlier that he's, like, overall innocent, I feel like because of his actions and how he's, like, reacting to it, um, like, based on, like, how he could have confessed and, like, told him that it was his creature <laughs> and stuff, that... Um, he's becoming, like, less innocent and he's going down this, like, dark path of what, like, we don't know how it's going to end up, especially because we haven't finished the book yet, but how, like, how he could be, continue to think, like, it's okay, like, I've already done so many, like, horrible things. Yeah. And then, like, at the same, definitely down a dark path that he wasn't ready for, you know? Because I feel like I don't know if he understood how big of a thing, like, bringing something to life was, you know? 
Like, I don't think he thought through all of the possibilities and, like, what could have happened with it. Especially since, yeah. like, nothing ha- has happened like that before. So he, he wanted mm-hmm. to create something, like, new and never been seen before. But it's probably never been seen before because it wasn't a good thing. Right. Let alone, he probably should have just, I guess, educated himself more about this, even though there's nothing more he could have done. Only because this mm-hmm. is, like, I guess the first thing that's, like, truly been a big deal. Because I guess it's so much bigger than what people have done. And it's, like, like a life, like, quote-unquote human, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, I just want to, like, add a side note. Like, so the monster killed his brother by, like, by strangling him. Like, do you think that, like, right. there's a purpose or something? Like, he, like, he could, like, the monster could have, like, like taken him out like any other way like do we think like right why strangle was there something specific like to that was there like anything like connected to that you know um i don't really think it was much i don't really know if it was connected but guessing from like because the creature still like a new like a new thing and doesn't really know i think that was like I didn't think he put too much thought into it. Right. Yeah. But also, it could have um, like, it's not like just that, but, like, obviously this monster has to be a little bit of a part of Frankenstein, yeah. you know, because Frankenstein created this. And strangulation itself is a really, like, it's a personal, personal way yeah. to kill somebody, right? Because you're, like, you feel the life coming out of them, and it's, like, it feels personal, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so how does it, how does, like, how does it develop the creature, and what does it suggest about being human? I think because the creature has, like, how he was saying that he was, um, everyone was fearing him, and how he just wanted to be normal kind of relates to how, um, Victor was feeling, and also that, like, Victor was realizing that he was more than just, like, a monster at this point. hmm I can agree. I think that like Victor himself said he didn't he he left because he thought he was ugly he was scared of him which yeah. I think is really upset upsetting to me because he's the one who a made the monster and you can't really judge someone or something on the way they look how like if they're heavy or not the skin tone that like the what they wear and stuff like that it's more about how this creature or monster was made with his own mind mm-hmm but also is what he invented, which makes him the one to be the one that's, I guess, the judgy person in this scene, I guess. He's the one that made the monster, who made him what he looked like, what, how tall he was, mm-hmm. and like all, all those features. He can't be the one that's scared of his own creation. He's the one that invented it himself. Right. But, like, also, I think, as sad as it is, being human is, like, judging and being judged, you know? Yeah. And True. Frankenstein definitely, or not Frankenstein, but the creature definitely, like, was not, like, aware of this, you know? Because he's the only one like that, and Frankenstein didn't stick around to show him around, like, to introduce him, show him around, to be like, this is my creation, you know? I think it's the he had to, to figure that out by himself, and that forced him to hiding because he was just so innocent and pure because nobody had like come in contact with him yet. Yeah, because the creature was, uh, I guess, like a blank canvas or like had a blank mind. Yeah, exactly. He was like born, quote unquote, born good, but was turned to evil huh. from rejection from the society as a whole 
but especially because of his own creator, it had to have like done like a deal part of him, which made him, I believe, made him either frustrated with himself, which is why he killed William, mm-hmm. or himself, or him not loving himself because his own creator didn't love him. Yeah, but even then, like, I don't, I mean, obviously he killed William, and that isn't a good thing, but other than that, like, he hasn't done anything, you know, selfish, evil, other than, I mean, murdering William is pretty bad, but, you know, he helped the family, like, the family on the, in the cottage. They don't know that yet, but he did, you know? The monster is just low-key a loving creature who, like, wants to be loved and accepted, but because of of his appearance in society he's rejected everywhere he goes and sometimes it's even violent because of what just because the way he looks right and like, i think he's just so like large and different that he doesn't really know which like honestly like relates to like the real world like you mm-hmm. shouldn't look at someone just by the way they look it's right. more about the insides of them like how they feel and like how their personality is Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to connect back to what you were saying earlier, Thomas, about the, um, like, how, like, this, this, like, creature was, like, made good, but then, like, turned evil, and I think that also relates to the world, because, like, the creature, like, representing, like, a, like, a human in the real world, like, you get to choose, like, who you, like, um, surround yourself with, and, in right. effect, like, if you're, like, the influence of, like, oh, if you're going to be, like, good, or if you're going to be, like, bad, and get involved with things that are bad, and, like, that's just... That's just how, like, humans are. Let me tell you, Frankenstein, yeah. or not Frankenstein, but the creature, he reminds me of a pit bull, you know? Because people are, like, scared of them, but that's not the pit bulls. Oh. Because they were born cute and cuddly just like every other dog. <laughs> I have a pit bull. Or, like, that's, a Rottweiler. It's, it's true. Oh, my God. Wow, guys. I think that was a really good podcast for our first time. I would just like to thank you guys for actually contributing, and we'll see you guys again. <laughs> Definitely, we'll be back on Friday. Yeah. Yep. True that. Oh my god, episode two. Until next time. Bye, Miss. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye, Miss Kingsley.